Annie, that witch next door, and welcome to Moonday Musings, a mini astrocast every Monday where we take inspiration and dive into the upcoming energy of the cosmos. Hello, neighbor. Happy Monday. Happy Moonday. Welcome to another episode of Moonday Musings. I'm Danny. I'm that witch next door, and I'm going to be your cosmic guide for the week. So let's dive right into the astrological forecast and energy for this week. That would be today, Monday, August 29th through Sunday, September 4th. Let's go ahead and take it the moon scope. Also, I can't believe it's already September. Holy cow. (laughs) Um, I swear all of this retrograde energy that we like really reviewed and talked about last week, I swear it is just totally fucking with my sense of time. And I don't know about you if you're feeling the same way, but sometimes the days feel like they're creeping. But then all of a sudden I'm like, did that month even take place? It feels like it went by so fast. (laughs) So moon scope for the week. Uh, Moon will be starting out in Libra, uh, moving into Scorpio this week, then moving into Sagittarius And we'll be finishing out our week with the moon in Capricorn. So first and foremost, we have our first quarter moon of this current lunar cycle. That would be this week happening Saturday, September 3rd at 12.07 p.m. Mountain Time. The first quarter moon is going to be at 11 degrees of Sagittarius. And when I saw this, um, and I, and knowing that our full moon in Pisces is coming up next week, immediately I just received this, this lightning message in my brain. Just, are you leaving time for curiosity? And I think that so many of us think like that's such nonsense, like, I don't have time to sit there and be curious about things. Curious about what, right? We even get maybe maybe even irritated about that. Curious about what? Well, I I fear that in how fast-paced our world is, which is really only just fueled by social media trends, trends in the regular, trends in the regular media. Like there's so much that just, it feels like we're constantly, constantly trying to keep up with the next and new information and thing and the thing we're supposed to be doing and accomplishing and checking off the list, right? We don't really leave this time to let ourselves daydream, imagine, be curious, wonder. And this made me think of all of our inner children and how the fucking vast majority of us were scolded for this. Stop dream- Stop daydreaming. Get your head out of the clouds. Pay attention. And what a disservice this has done to the world. Why? Why should we stop daydreaming? Why should we stop being curious? Why should we not allow for time for our minds to just wander a bit? So as we come upon this first quarter moon in Sagittarius this week, 
I want you to think about that a little bit. Um, I want you to just kind of ponder this, this subject a little bit. And if you want to kind of take it a step further and maybe integrate this or actually kind of apply this concept into your life, where can you do this? Where can you maybe shut off the TV, put down your phone, close your computer for 10 minutes, let yourself just stare out the window for a little while. Let yourself just kind of gaze off into the room. Maybe you're even just gazing behind your own eyelids, right? Your eyes are closed and you're just wandering and dreaming. I think that this is a message from our guides and would be a very, very welcome experience for all of us, even in just tiny little doses, even as big as just a few minutes each. Now, when I was looking at the moon energy for the week, so starting out in Libra, like I said, and moving into Scorpio, the Scorpio moon makes a good chunk of aspects um, this week, namely to Taurus energy, as well as trining some Pisces energy. Um, but we're, we're opposing Taurus. We're squaring some Aquarius energy. We're squaring some Leo. And I really think that the way we're experiencing and the way we do experience Libra moon time is this need to be interacting and harmonizing with others really experiencing and feeling the harmony and balance that can come from these well-oiled interactions, right? Then we start slipping into Scorpio and the moon is um, in detriment in fall in, in Scorpio. And this can definitely be a time of emotional challenge or emotional struggle. And I think that a lot of it comes from crossing the threshold in that beautiful harmonizing and interacting with others from the Libra moon. Um, And it starts shifting into this need to be deeply intimate with one another. Now, this in and of itself can be a beautiful emotional experience. Scorpio moon, sure, it's in fall, but I promise you, you can have a beautiful Scorpio moon uh, experience. Where we start to have a rough time is when we can't draw the line or find the line between like intensity and passion and what's just straight up volatile. So as we move through the moon energy this week, I felt really, really called to talking to all of you about that um, and, and asking you, where is the line or where do you draw the line between intensity and passion, right? And, and those relationships that are just straight up volatile to us. Scorpio especially, especially in the sign of the moon, is going to confront us with our toxic attachments and our possessiveness. And, and this is a big one that we forget about a lot because yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's like, yeah, yeah, moon and Scorpio, we all get super fucking jealous of each other and envious and possessive of each other. 
But what we don't talk a lot about is our toxic loyalty and how our our need for intimacy and deep attachment will start to cloud our judgment when it comes to the relationships that are actually reciprocating the energy that we're also putting into them. It can kind of cloud our judgment in in what is good for us and helping and like triggering our actual growth and what's holding us back. And we're just staying loyal to it because we value loyalty so much, which is a noble value and moral to have. I also highly, highly value loyalty. And I can look back in my life and pick out all kinds of relationships or jobs or attachments to things and people and places that I'm like, oh no, that was actually totally my uh, my toxic loyalty. <laughs> um, so today I wanted to pull a card for all of us. Um, I didn't, I know, I didn't pull a numinous card again because this week I felt really, really, it must be the Scorpio moon approaching. Um, I just feel really called to pulling from an Oracle deck again for everybody like I did that last week. But instead of pulling from the work your light deck, um, I'm actually pulling from wild unknowns, animal spirit deck. And oh my Lord, I love this deck so much. And it really is this beautiful, moody, artwork and vibe that goes really, really well with this Scorpio moon energy that we're talking about. So let me take a look here. Um, we pulled the nightingale. Um, and when I say we pulled the nightingale, she flew, right? Flew. She flew right out of the deck. So, Ooh, I really, really like this. So we pulled Nightingale. This is going to be uh, associated with the air element in the deck. Okay, so we're tapping into some air, which is beautiful since we're starting out in diplomatic, airy Libra this week. So the Nightingale represents a fearless voice, speech, communication, or song. The song of the Nightingale is otherworldly. This simple brown bird almost unnoticeable amongst the flashy plumage of other birds, transports its listener to the realm of poetry. Nightingale energy is with us when we write, compose, and especially when we sing. It reminds us that music heals the deepest wounds. This card indicates a need to open the bridge between the heart and the voice. Is there something you need to say? How long has it been since you've sang? Turn it up write it down, and let it out. When this energy is in balance, nightingale energy sings and speaks freely with kindness. When this energy is out of balance, nightingale energy is shy. It's like a lump in the throat. To bring this into balance, we want to connect with music, especially music that promotes us to open up our throat chakra and our vocal cords and sing. I love that we pulled the nightingale after we've reflected about what we've talked about this week. So our main themes this week that came through is, are you leaving time for curiosity and daydreaming and wondering and imagining? 
And then also allowing ourselves to harmonize and interact with others, to to follow the call to deepening our intimate relationships, but into the relationships that deserve that trust and vulnerability and intimacy from us, right? And I think that one of the biggest, biggest blocks that can come in Scorpio energy is we kind of generalize Scorpio moon energy. And you'll see this in mainstream astrology a lot. It will say the moon's in Scorpio, shut up, don't speak, just be silent. Um, I, I think as always, I think it's more mindful than that. Should we turn up our listening? Sure. I do think so. Um, especially listening within, listening to our our guides, listening to our intuition. But the fact that we're getting Nightingale and this connection of music to Libra, this needing, it's it sounds like to me the reason we're pulling Nightingale is there's something that you might need to say, something that's been weighing on you might be lots of things. You might feel like lately you've been just kind of doing what's easier by not rocking the boat and and kind of keeping your head down and bobbing along and going along. And I want you to know that this is really dimming your overall shine and light. And it's suppressing your own voice and truth. And that when you let that out, when you really do tap into it and embrace it and let it out, yes, your truth will come out with it. And I think with it, so will so much of your creativity and so much of your natural curiosity. Curiosity, in a way, is an appreciation for the world. And so it makes a lot of sense why we're losing that. Nightingale energy, to me, reminds me that we should connect a little bit with our, like, fantasy energy and our imagination energy and, yes, our inner child. And when we do, and something like music and song is such an easy, accessible key for all of us to unlock that door for ourselves, kind of into Wonderland, into Narnia, you know? I want you to let yourself do that this week. And maybe the reason we're feeling called to talking about evaluating some of these very potential volatile or toxic relationships you might have in your life is maybe those are the relationships that are keeping the magic out of it. So lots of food for thought this week. I'm here for you. I'm here with you going through all of this right alongside you with you, neighbor. You know that if you need me, I'm just right next door. You can always hit me up at thatwitchnextdoor.com slash conjure that witch. And I hope that you take all this and have a beautiful and more magical week. Take care, everyone. Hey, neighbor. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Moonday Musings. If you want to support the show further, make sure to check out the show notes below for some of the awesome companies that I am an affiliate for. You can also leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes and Spotify now. 
And the best way really to support That Witch Podcast is to share the show online on your social media platforms or just tell a friend that you think would enjoy it. If you want more cosmic magic, you can definitely join us in That Witch School, my magical monthly membership with tons of additional content and a private online community. And don't forget to subscribe to my email list for more forecasts, energy, journal prompts, specials, and to stay up to date with everything going on in the neighborhood.